your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With an estimated 2,000 people in Limerick living with epilepsy, what do we know about this condition? And today is International Epilepsy Awareness Day. And I'm joined now in the studio by Limerick woman Ava Butler, who's here to share her personal story of living with epilepsy. And Paddy McGegan from Epilepsy Ireland is also with us. You're both very welcome. Ava, thank you very much for coming into us this morning. Good Thanks to see you. Thanks for having me. So, Tell me about how you were diagnosed with epilepsy. Yeah, I was diagnosed at the age of eight and I'm 21 now. So basically I've been living with it for a long time and I'm still suffering with it now. And I think it's just finding the right medication for you. And I think living with it now for a long number of years has been quite a struggle and um and and tell me when you were eight i mean how it was becoming obvious that there was something that needed to be diagnosed yeah it was i was getting a number of seizures so basically i remember my first seizure i was in the car and i started getting a rising sensation in my stomach it was like butterflies and i was like this is very weird and then my head started to twitch and next thing i started screaming and uncontrollably and then I started crying and if you're looking at that that doesn't look like an epileptic seizure from a normal person's point of view because from a normal person's point of view a seizure would look like a tonic-clonic seizure which is falling on the ground a convulsion and just twitching going unconscious but my one is completely different the rising sensation I'm completely aware during mine I scream and I cry and they last a couple of sections a couple of seconds and they're partial seizures so they're completely different really. So you obviously went to doctors yeah. and, and did it take time to figure out that mm-hmm. it was epilepsy then Ava? Yeah, it did. It did. I had to go for a number of scans because at the start they were a bit confused because as I said like it didn't look like an epileptic seizure because by looking at that it would look like a panic attack. Um so I had to go for MRI scans from what I can remember because it was a number of years ago like and I had to go for EEGs as well and then obviously from EEGs they put wires on your head and then they detect brain activity and then they were like okay this is epilepsy then. Okay and what's the treatment? Treatment then number of medications and with medications it's trial and error and everyone is different. So I, like, since I've had it for 13 years, I've been through a number of medications. And since I still get seizures, like, I've been on a new one and it's working really well for me. But as I said, I've been through so many and you get a lot of side effects. But um, And is there a, a lot of physical tablets to be taken yes. every day? Yeah, no, I take tablets now morning and evening as well and there will be side effects like tiredness and loss of coordination and things but once they control your seizures, that's the main thing. How disruptive has this been to your life then during your teenage years and into your early 20s as you are now? It did, it stopped me from a lot of things because like the triggers would be loss, um, like lack of sleep. So 
if I got a lack of sleep from like a night out and stuff, like I would miss out on the following day, like maybe at school or stuff, or if like um if I'd like miss out and missing like going out with my friends and different things like that, you would you would miss out on certain aspects of your life as well. And your studies? Yeah, oh definitely. I missed a lot of school now, especially in primary school. I, I remember that I did miss out on a lot and my friends would have to come over with homework and things and I think in secondary school it wasn't so much. It was kind of in sixth year now I kind of it was concentration I lacked in as well and kind of my memory wasn't great as well. So epilepsy it kinda of, it filters into all that. It affects you massively. No, I mean, presumably, you know, you don't introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ava and I, I have epilepsy. Yeah. So, so how a circle of friends know about it and, mm-hmm. and and does that help? Yeah, it does. My friends, they're very supportive of it. Like, and they were, and they were like, they, they had lack of knowledge on it. But once I told them about it, they were very kind of understanding and supportive of it as well. So I'm very grateful for my friends and my family about it too. Yeah. And and you as I mentioned you're you're um twenty one now. So mm-hmm. what what have you been doing um in the last while and, and what do you hope to do life wise? I'm in college at the minute, so I'm doing early childhood care in Mary Eye and I'm loving it. So yeah, and I work in a hotel as well part time. So do you know it's not stopping I'm not letting it stop me from doing things. Like sometimes I do get seizures and I might have to call in sick to work or like not go to college. But look, I can't mm-hmm. do anything about that. But look, the next day when I'm better, I'll go into college. I'll go into work. Right. And, and presumably then obviously you let employers know about oh, this. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And they accommodate that. And, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also you mentioned about different types of epilepsy. So presumably mm-hmm. it can range from someone having a seizure and no one else knowing they're having one to your experience and everything in between. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the different types of seizures there are and like the like different, like the way I get a warning before mine as well. It's, you know, I'm almost lucky that I do get a warning before mine that I can prepare myself. Are you in physical pain? No, which I'm lucky I'm not in physical pain, but it's terrifying. Of course. To go through as well. Even though they last a couple of seconds there, and I've been going through them for like 13 years, I still find them as scary as the first day. You obviously think it's important to come and talk to us and to try to spread awareness on International Epilepsy Day. Oh, 100%, yes, yeah, 100%, because there just is a big stigma, and I feel like not enough people know about the condition. And since it's a very common thing, like I don't think people realize how common the condition is because. I would know a good few people with it, like, and... It's interesting you use the words. Do you think there's a stigma, do you? I do, definitely, yeah, just with the... how people think that there is only one type of seizure where you do fall on the ground, and I'm not belittling that one. It's just that there is many different types of seizures, like my one, and there's absence seizures, and there's all different types. And have the doctors said to you that you will have to be on treatment and this will be a lifelong thing, or, or could it be, you know treated in such a way at some point in the future that may not uh, be a consideration for you? I was told a while ago, like a few years ago, I had a 99.9% chance of growing out of it. And like, I am 21, so like maybe I do. Like I'm still young. I can't consider myself young enough, I suppose. So I could grow out of it still. But recently I was in the EMU, which is Epilepsy Monitoring Unit in Cork. So 
this is kind of another treatment plan really so this is a way to find out if I could be a candidate for epilepsy surgery so you know that could be a chance as well so it could be medication could be surgery who knows we're talking to Limerick woman Ava Butler who's telling us about her own personal story of living with epilepsy Uh, Paddy McGagan from Epilepsy Ireland is uh, with us too Um, and and Paddy I suppose to some extent you don't have a huge amount to add to that really I mean Ava's told her story brilliantly hasn't she yeah of course I'm I'm listening here nodding along to Ava and just you know that's why it's so important to have people on sharing their lived experience of epilepsy on International Epilepsy Day because it paints a picture of the, of the individual journey and it shows to the to the public just how complex it can be. But also, as Ava mentions, it doesn't have to define a person or it doesn't have to prevent them from, you know, pursuing further education or, or working as Ava is doing. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, Ava's doing an incredible job there in terms of explaining her own experience. And for the information bit, where can people get help and support? Yeah, listen, obviously that's that's ourselves. Um, we're there to support people with epilepsy on their journeys with the condition. Uh, as I said, it's a very, very individual journey. But no matter what stage of epilepsy you're at, whether you're newly diagnosed, whether you've had a breakthrough seizure, whether you're just going through a difficult time in general, um, that's what they're, we're here for. Um, you know, the key aspect of our service would be our support and information services with people with epilepsy. So if anyone is listening in and needs needs support, head out, head across to the website www.epilepsy.ie and you'll find all our resources and, and how to get in contact there. And in terms of helping people who may be there when someone does have a seizure, um, it's TSS, isn't it? Time the seizure. Yeah. Keep, S is keep the person safe and the second S is stay with them. Yeah, listen, I suppose what our, our kind of key campaign that we've issued today is it's it's highlighting how there's been millions of words written about epilepsy. But when it comes to actually responding to a seizure, you only need to remember three words. And those three words are time, safe, stay. Um, so just kind of go through them quickly now, Joe. It's time, time the seizure. Um, of course, yes. over five minutes, uh, you need to call an ambulance safe. Keep the person safe. And um, now, if they have a convulsive seizure where they might fall to the ground, as as Ava mentioned there, uh, you need to protect their head and and remove harmful objects from around them, but not the person. You never put anything in a person's mouth um, during a seizure, and you never restrain them. Two massive myths when it comes to seizure first aid. Um, again, as as Ava mentioned, there's types of seizures where. I suppose a person could be behaving oddly, for the want of a better word. They could actually be fully upright in those types of seizures as well, Joe, which is, again, something we want to highlight, that a person could actually be walking around, wandering aimlessly. Um, and and stay with them as well, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, you know, you keep that person stay safe by, you know, gently guiding them away from danger. And then finally, stay stay with the person throughout their seizure and then after it passes. Because often a person will feel dazed, confused, exhausted after their seizure and if you stay with them reassure them let them know they're going to be okay and it can make the world a difference as they recover so again time safe stay and all outlined on our social media channels and our website today as part of international epilepsy day very good paddy mcgagan from epilepsy ireland thank you very much for that and particularly thank you to ava butler for coming in and uh, telling us your story this morning and and we wish you well thank Thank you Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.